0: and good morning thanks to everyone who is joining me on this edition of down to earth it's tuesday february 10th is there anybody else out there who is wondering what on earth is going on it's tuesday february 10th already so it's already uh sort of like i think it's like 32 days it's like almost it's too much. It's 31 and 10. That's 41 days into 2020, y'all. Unbelievable. <laughs> I, saw, uh, I saw a meme on, on, on Instagram the other day that said uh, from Mashable. Everybody follows Mashable. I love them. They're hilarious. And uh, the meme said, uh, can we unplug 2020 and start all over again? I was rolling on the floor. I could not believe. <laughs> I seriously could not believe. Good morning. I seriously, I was like, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm so with it because it's incredible. It's crazy. Do you realize it's twenty twenty and it's forty one days into the new year and so many things have happened since January first, twenty twenty that we can't even we can't even bother. I mean, when it gets to 2020, twenty, twenty twenty, y'all need to watch out. Right? All 2020, you all need to watch out. <laughs> right? We're all just going to fall down on our knees and just start praying, right? Because right now, prayer sounds like what we need because of what I'm going to talk about this morning. I came across a story about facial recognition technology coming to a school district. And what I found, it was quite disturbing because when I read it, I was surprised that schools would even consider using facial recognition technology. And I'm going to tell you why that should be of concern to all of us. But I was shocked that school districts would would think that that is something that they need to use on school campuses. I mean, is that not a violation of children's privacy? Like, why would I want my child's picture to be uploaded to some database for law enforcement to continue checking my child, or it becomes part of? someone's database of faces. I don't want that. I don't, I don't even want you to know what my daughter looks like uh, seriously, like, I don't want that. Right. However, it is fast becoming a reality of our time. So this school district in New York is called Lockport. It's, it's somewhere east of Niagara Falls. So it's really not far from the border of Canada to give you some idea of geographic location. So it's north of New York city. Right? So it's not in New York City. It's north of New York City, which is even stranger because you're kind of like out there in the boondocks and you want facial recognition technology. Right? Yeah. Lord have mercy. Dude, seriously? Talk about it. Lord have mercy. Right? And here is this school district that the guy who is in charge of technology for this district looks like he's a complete you-know-what. People have been trying to get him not to do it but he says he's a technology person and he thinks that's something this should do the problem with it is that people are running to something that has not been vetted so i've been talking about facial recognition for some time right we talked about it a few weeks ago on our show well i did some more digging into who this company is of course they're buying the software from a company called clearview clearview ai you are not going to believe who helped him found this company, right? But Clearview AI, based on a New York Times investigative report, what we fo- what they found was that guess what? Clearview AI has the ability to monitor what law enforcement is doing. So they can see what law enforcement has. So so let's say that by now the Clearview AI probably has my face, your faces, my faces, in their app. So let's say that I go into the school district in Lockport, New York, where this gentleman, this individual is what I'm going to call him, right, who is in charge of technology, determines that he thinks this is a good tool. The school is predominantly white, so I don't know who he's fighting against. And it, it, it has some racist overtones because in that particular school district, the, 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 the population The black population is 12%, yet 25% of black students have been suspended for issues that white students just get a pat on. So that gentleman in in the Lockport School District who is in charge of technology, he needs to go. He looks like somebody who wants to be a person. He looks like one of those, you know, those people in life who want to be, but he hasn't done his due diligence on checking out this company from whom he bought the software because this company based on the New York Times report that is fully available for everybody to read says that the company also keeps the data. So the same data that law enforcement has about me and you, that company has it. Law enforcement itself was so gung ho about using it and, and, and said, clearly this is going to help solve our crime, did not stop to vet this doggone company. So the same information that 600 law enforcement agencies in the country are using this software, Clearview AI has the data. Now, I wanna know, why would I want a private company to have my data? Why would I want a private company to have the same information on me that is not available publicly, but that law enforcement in their purview has? Why would I do that? Nobody vetted this company. Law enforcement just gung-ho went into facial recognition because they're like, man, crime is out of control, and I want to solve crime, and this tool will help. But did you all bet them? Did you all investigate who is keeping it? The New York Times reporter wanted to check this. The connection keeps dropping. Switch over to YouTube. Don't even worry about it, right? The New York Times reporter uh, asked some police officers he knew, and I've asked somebody to do the same just to see what they got, right? Uh, to vet to, to 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 look at him when he went into uh, a, a a a certain area. You know what they found? That Clearview AI could see what law enforcement had on him. So nobody is vetting this company, but you all have it. First of all, let let's tell you who owns the company. Clearview AI was founded by uh, a guy an australian dude right his name is mr horn Statt. i kid you not but he was not the only person he's the face of the company guess who else owns the company you ready you ready for this a man named richard schwartz who is a former aide to rudolph giuliani who is rudy giuliani y'all thank you that's who else owns Clearview AI. Now you see why I'm righteously indignant, because that is just crazy. There, there's just too much conflict of interest right there. The other person who was backing the software is Peter Thiel, the guy who also backed Facebook. But here's the difference, yeah? Here's the difference. Facebook, Twitter, Google, YouTube sent cease and desist letters to, to, to Clearview AI to cease scraping people's uh, photos, because what Clearview did was it went to Facebook, Twitter, and took people's photos. So they sent cease and desist letters. Even Google sent cease and desist letters to stop using their site. According to Clearview, because we upload our images to these sites publicly, it's in the public domain, so there really is nothing. So he can claim that he, he, all he has to do is to set up an account with Facebook and Twitter and Google, and he becomes a user. So he literally has uh, access to all our images. The only way you can stop that yourself is if you go into your settings on each of these websites and, and control how, who sees your pictures. But frankly, I'm going to tell you that's a useless exercise because if they were to Google you, images of you, all your images are going to pop up. You can change it any way you want. It's stored on somebody's server. What shocked me was that Clearview AI has servers that they're storing the data that law enforcement gathers on it. So some rogue government somewhere in the world decides that they want data on Americans in living in America, on people living in America. This company has all the data and can sell it to anybody. I don't know about you, but I think you all need to be aware of this. And I think everybody needs to start opening our mouths and start talking. This is shocking that we sat back and allowed this to happen. And what's even more shocking is that law enforcement, whom you kind of believe has a modicum of trust, that you say, well, if they find something on me, they're going to kind of keep it to themselves. Maybe they'll circulate it to all law enforcement, but you're not going to sell it to private agencies. You're not going to let private agencies have access to it. Well, in this case, Clearview AI has the same data that law enforcement has. And I don't know about you, but that's shocking. I know the police are listening. At least somebody from Detroit police is listening. And you guys need to know this. You bought the software and nobody vetted the company. Nobody did any due diligence to see who the hell these people are. In today's day and age, you've got to understand, it, it, as far as I'm concerned, if it's not Facebook, Twitter, Google, and YouTube, because you already know what that is, if it's not them, I don't trust other startups. I don't trust other people who are going to come and tell me that they can, they have an app that they're going to gather people's data on. And that my first question is, what you going to do with it? What will you use it for? How will the software work? Well, if you use the software works like this, I have all this, and it's the data that at the back of it can match up people's faces. And law enforcement was just like, yikes, let's just go right in and get that. It's going to help us solve crime. No, it's not. Take the case of what's happening in this New York school district. In this New York school district, what do you think is happening there? What's happening in this New York school district is that some dude sits there and he's, first of all, he's pint sized which just tells you right away that something is wrong with his perception of the world. He himself did not do the due diligence on on what he's saying. I'm serious. I'm not apologizing because it is very upsetting to me as a parent that a school district is going to take the unprecedented step of collecting my daughter's facial images without my permission and without letting me know. I'm not giving you permission for that. I know when she went to school, I signed that you could take images of her, but I didn't tell you to upload it to a law enforcement database. Do you see what I'm saying? So he thinks here, here's his thing. He's the crux of his story is that it's going to prevent, listen to this. It's going to prevent mass shooting in a school. He even went as far as saying if the, sur- the software existed at Marjorie Douglas in, in, in Parkland, Florida, it would have prevented that because they are going to put into the software all the images of students who are suspended. That's a stretch. Isn't that a stretch? So a student who is suspended because they missed a couple classes or they didn't turn in their homework on time or they talk back to the teacher, you're going to criminalize them by putting their face, in a software, and say they can't come on the school premises because they are not allowed on the school premises, because they're suspended for a specific period of time. That's a stretch. That's a big stretch, right? And, and what, what gets to me about the software is that whoever they are who created it, they seem to have not included the full range of human faces. Like they, they put in all white faces that they could find. But the, the variances of people of color, it seems they had one or two prototypes of people of color. So if you were black, you had one or two prototypes. So, it, 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 so they used it in Detroit, and what they found at the Detroit police, and what they found is that, well, every black person, I- including the very sergeant who ran, used himself as a test, it identified him as a criminal when... He is a police sergeant. It's the same thing with Asians and Hispanics. Somehow the software does not seem to be able to distinguish between people of color. And I'm going to, and you expect me to actually trust that. So I want Clearview AI because I know they monitor all kinds of stuff. I want you to come back and tell me where you see my face. I want to know. I want to know. And I'm serious about that because this stuff is, we have, uh, this, this is what Elon Musk had said. We have allowed artificial intelligence to go too far. Artificial intelligence is exactly what it says, artificial. So to that school district in Lockport, New York, it is called artificial intelligence. It is not human intelligence that is able to make discretionary values and to make discretionary decisions. It is an outrage to think that you would actually use facial recognition technology in a school district where students are, you're criminalizing young people. And this stuff is the kind of stuff that when becomes public, needs to be an outcry from the public. I don't want to hear any school district around Michigan who comes up with this right idea. I'm going to be right at the forefront saying you've got to be kidding me. You got to stop because this is directly related to criminal life. We have enough trouble already with people who think that they have a right to uh, to, to call people out. just recently in a county not far from, from here in Washtenaw County, Michigan, uh, in, a, in a school board meeting, they just, we're just having a meeting with the public and somebody called out a guy and told him to go back to Mexico because the guy was talking about how his child was mistreated in school. And some other idiots sitting in there, because that's what people come down, it created a big, much bigger problem, because now the school district has to deal with it, because once it, the man stood up and said it, now all of a sudden everybody's coming forward and saying, my student, my black student, my Hispanic student had a similar thing. So it exposed, it's like the, a can of worms just popped out. We have an endemic problem of racism in the society that people just refuse to budge. You all refuse to give in. You all just refuse to accept the reality that you need to change the racist ways in which we look at people and the racist ways in which we address the issues. It is getting... It's it's too much. It's one thing for it to have been subtle, but now you want to throw it in my face. Like, are you forgetting what you did? And now you want to use a uh, 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 thing like... You want to use... <laughs> recognition technology in schools so pretty soon college campuses are going to do that yikes and here is the thing to all you grand law enforcement agencies all of you whom we trusted you didn't vet this software company did you know that their servers collect the same data that you have so what you did was you allowed Clearview AI into your servers, hallelujah, congratulations. So all the stuff you have on people, including on your own family members and you, Clearview AI now has it. Good luck, good luck to you because you did not do the due diligence of vetting them. Everybody who comes and sing Mr. Wolf, you can't sing Wolf with them. You have to vet them, you have, it takes time. Yes, you want to fight crime. I agree with you. I want to fight crime, too. I hate crime. I don't want to see so many people getting killed. I'm tired of the robberies. I'm tired of criminals. Look, here in Detroit, the problems with with criminals is is decades old, right? They never, ever fought it. They never, ever did anything about it from a civic point of view, from the city council, from the mayor's point of view. And so the criminals feel like it's their territory. They own it. They're the ones paying taxes in Detroit so they can do whatever they want to do in certain pockets of Detroit. That's a decades-old problem that has to be addressed with a different set of tools. So I agree with law enforcement that in an effort to combat and to keep the peace and to keep public safety, they are looking for ways in which they can help. But good God Almighty, you could have done some due diligence on this software here. First of all, look at the people who own this stuff. You really expect me to trust anybody who worked for Rudy Giuliani? Was that the guy who just went to Ukraine and did a whole lot of wrong stuff? And you, I never even trust, before even Ukraine, I never trusted him. So you expect me to believe that anybody who worked for Rudy Giuliani is going to develop a software that is going to favor people who look like me? And me? I'm going to put myself in this me. So look at me, y'all. I don't have a criminal background. Right? And I'll never have one. Okay? So I don't. So look at me. So I'm going to go walk up to Detroit Police Department, one of the precincts, and let them run my facial recognition through their, their law enforcement database. Maybe my face hasn't changed. I think it has. Maybe it hasn't. I don't know what... I, I really don't know how they arrive at it because I think we change as we get older. We change as we grow, right? Because the way my children looked as babies. That's not how they look now that they're young adults. You see where I'm coming from with this? So where did they get all this data from? And when I read the report, it says that Clearview AI, they know where you have been, who you're related to, the places that you've been to, they know who you are and what you do. So let's say they're creating this friendly app. So if you're on the subway or let's say you are in, in, a, in a coffee shop and you see somebody whom you like and you want to know who they are, you can take a picture using the app and the app is going to match their face and the app is going to tell you who this person is. And it's going to tell you what they do and so on. I don't, know, I don't want that. Do you? I don't think I want that. I don't want anybody to know me like that. I don't want people, you know, you walk into a coffee shop, people take a picture of you and then they say, oh, this matches Harry Kemmer. I don't want that. I do not want that. So, next thing I know, I suddenly have a Tinder page and they put my face on some naked body pictures and say, this is what, no, thank you. Are you all listening? Are you, are you out there? Right. Are you all listening? I know you're all curious about this because you're all like, whoa, dude, it is surprising. Isn't it? I am. T- go read the New York times article the law enforcement did not vet this company. They did not vet. The, do you, can you just imagine? No, no. Just check this out. They, they have unlimited servers because their backers. Are Peter Thiel, the guy who backs Facebook, Peter Thiel is a billionaire, right? He does a lot of stuff. Peter Thiel, T-H-I-E-L. He's actually British. He's a billionaire. So he travels the world and he buys up companies all over the world, right? Well, Peter Thiel backed this software. First of all, this guy had some issues a few years ago. So I don't know that I- I'm just saying. You 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 have to look. No, if I'm buying stock, that's a different thing. I'm just buying the stock, but I'm still gonna look at the people behind the stock. Have they had fraud charges? Does that mean they'll pull something like they'll pull a Ponzi scheme or something like that? But when you look at <laughs> when you look at my my producer is laughing with me. But when you look at, when you look at uh, how 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 this works, it, it, it's mind blowing. So so this dude who is in charge of technology in Lockport School District, dude thinks he's doing something, right? He thinks he's actually smarter. It's one of those things where he actually thinks he's smarter than the people there. And he says this, was, this will actually, the school district doesn't have a history of mass shootings. But he says this will help to keep people out. What he really means is it's going to keep people of color out of his schools because Let's face it, if, if, if Black and, and Hispanic students, right, and Asian students are going to school and they are stopped and they start encountering issues, what, what's gonna happen? The parents are gonna pull them out of the school district. Maybe that's his agenda. I am telling you the, 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 the extent to which racism is pervasive and penetrative is offensive to me. I am now totally offended by racism. It's not something that I can look at anymore and ignore or look at and say, well, they perhaps don't know better if they are more exposed to, 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 to the nuances and the different cultural mindsets of how people of color operate, then they would know better. But I, I am now beginning to think and agree with people who have always said that racism is promoted strictly by color, by people who just have a hatred of people who don't look like them. I'm now beginning to think that and I'm offended by the gentleman in the story in Lockport School District who uh, wouldn't consent to be interviewed, but who felt that, uh, who felt that uh, 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 facial recognition is a better idea for him and his school district. I think he's racist to the core and this school district needs to fire him. Anybody in any school district, did you know the city of San Francisco and Somerville, Massachusetts, have barred their governments from looking into this? Yeah. They've barred their city governments from using facial recognition because it is a violation of people's rights. You're going to, without my permission, take my photos. All of us have social media footprints. We all have a digital electronic footprint. Are you going to take my photos? and you're gonna put it into a database. And it's one thing, law enforcement is doing their job. They have to do what they do, right? To keep public safety and to keep us all safe. That's why we can sleep well at night because you know they're doing what they do. But you are going to have access to the information that law enforcement has. And based on the article, it sounds like law enforcement did not know that. I know many of them are scrambling right now After they read the New York Times article to say, well, we did not know that. Too late. They already have said. So in other words, what I'm saying is, you didn't do your due diligence. You don't know enough about technology. Every time you download an app to your phone, you understand that that app has what is called cookies in it. They have little trackers. I used to call them little feelers that walk through your device. They're on your device to store and capture what you say, what websites you visit, right? And so they have links to your password. so the people who develop these apps, if they want to, they can have, they have access to your banking information and everything else that you have. We all knew that, right? So when law enforcement decided to use this you what they what you didn't realize is that by logging into that server. Log it by, by claiming that software, what you did was that they have your login information. So they have access to your whole freaking law enforcement database, everything that you know about everybody they know. So if you're going to look for someone, so let's just imagine that Clearview people have friends who commit bad things. Let's say in New York, for instance, right? and that the New York Police Department is looking for someone they know, they can log into the database and find out what the police is investigating about the person. This is the danger of artificial intelligence. Are you all scared now? You should be, because you all sat back and watched this thing happen on your watch. It's just like we all sat back and watched human trafficking happen on our watch, and maybe because it was happening to initially to people of color, you said, "Well, it's not my fight. I'm not getting into that fight." Until they start tracking uh, young white girls, then you all said, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! This is something we need to watch for." Do you see what I'm saying? This is the danger of racism. When when these things happen, your first, "It's not my problem. It didn't happen to me. It's not happening to anyone I know." And what you don't realize is that if it happens to someone else, it's likely to happen to you. Times have changed. So if this is happening to a New York school district, guess what? One New York school district. It's only a matter of time before people in Colorado or maybe Florida start thinking that this might be something. Because the argument they're making is if the kid who shot up the school in, in, in Parkland, Florida, if he were in the database of people not allowed on the campus, then he, he wouldn't have been there. That's such a lie from the pit of hell. First of all, he did not walk through security to get on the campus. He went in through a side door where the security let him in. <laughs> the same security who stood to the side and walked away and wouldn't fire one shot to save one student and watch all those kids getting killed, that same security, they, they let him in. What the Lockport School District is saying is that the way that the, the software is set up is it will send an alert. If somebody's face comes up and that person is not supposed to be on the school campus, then it's going to send an alert to the security and to the administrators who will make a decision whether or not to notify law enforcement. If, Those people don't respond. Then it's gonna go send it straight to law enforcement and they're gonna show up. Oh my God, with guns blazing and start shooting and then ask questions later. Even when it's not an active live mass shooting situation. That's not the answer. That's not the answer. We need to go back to basics. Find the answers to stop school shootings. Stop making guns so available. Discipline people who need to be disciplined. That kid in Parkland, Florida was a ticking time bomb and had been a ticking time bomb. He should have never been at school, period. He had had issues, but it was being ignored. And every time you look at one of these mass shootings, you realize that these people were troubled and had been troubled. Facial technolo- facial recognition te- technology is not gonna stop that. The people who shot up Walmart, did, were they in any database? No. So, so so, listen to this. Check this out. So if, you have, if you're a registered gun owner, chances are your face is attached, right? So they can find out when the police pull you over, they can figure out, oh yeah, yeah, you have, um, you have a weapon. Do you have it with you? So if there's a mass shooting somewhere at a mall or something, the police are going to go into databases to see who has guns, and they're gonna pull over people like me if I have a if I have a what do you call that if I have a permit to use a gun. That's the danger. It's too far-reaching, and it's unnecessary. That's not the answer. We, we keep looking at the symptoms of the problem and are not addressing what the issue, the problem is, the root cause. The root cause of a problem with mass shootings is violence. We have a violent culture that is promoted endlessly by easy access to guns. That's what the root part. Let's address the violence. Why do we continue to resort to violence? Why is violence so embedded in our DNA? That's the problem. The problem is not some kid who wakes up one morning and says, oh, I'm going to start shooting up schools. Why does he even feel the need to address his issues by shooting up? That's the problem. We need to figure out where all this violence is coming from. Spend the money on the science behind it so we can solve it. Is it gonna take time? Yeah, but at least we'll come up with some workable answers that will be applicable and have real time, real life application. So many times what we do is come up with these quick fixes that create more problems than do good. That's what facial recognition technology in schools is going to be. It's going to create more problems than it is going to do good. There is no good that is going to come out of it, none whatsoever, because it is never going to stop a mass shooting. All that it is going to do is to criminalize people and start giving kids a record from their young. So you're gonna apply to go to law school, but because when you were in high school, Uh, you were suspended one day uh, for some foolishness, like eating gum standing in the hallway, maybe, all of a sudden you can't pass a character and fitness test when you go sit in the bar. That's what we're talking about, criminalizing people. You go to for a job with a stock exchange or with a financial institution and you're required to have uh, a crime-free record. But because when you were in high school one day, you decided to smoke some weed or something, you and your friends got together and smoked some weed and the school suspended you, all of a sudden that becomes part of your criminal background check and it's in, your, it's in your files. You can't get a job with a financial institution that requires an in-depth criminal background check. That's what we're referring to as criminalizing people. It's identifying people and saying they're criminals before they have even done a crime, before they even get started. And now we're going to start doing it in schools So we're gonna do it in elementary schools. So this poor little kid in elementary school who has a rebellious nature because the teacher picks on him and says, no, I'm not gonna stand in a corner. She's gonna send him home. Then you're gonna put his face in AI, in facial recognition that he's a danger to the school district. And before you know it, he's totally criminalized. He gets pulled over by law enforcement, by the police. And all of a sudden, he has a record. You know how slim a line that is? I didn't realize how slim this line is. My daughter is uh, has passed the uh, uh, graduated law school. And she said, you have to live in such a way. She When she was in law school, she said, when I was in college, she was always the one who, you know, signed up for everybody. She was the responsible one. So whenever the cops showed up, she would assume responsibility against say officer out. Make sure they don't drink again. They're coming home to my dorm room and so on. But she said when she went to law school, part of the requirement is that she had to pass. She said, Mom, I didn't take a drink. I didn't go to a bar in law school. When she was in college, she said, Leaving just alone. She says, man, Friday nights, they were just partying. But she said when she went to law school, she said, I didn't even take a drink. I had wine at home. Cause she was like, "No way, am I gonna have something attached to me? So when she goes to sit for the bar, she can't pass the character and fitness." Now we're going to amplify that with facial recognition software. It's kind of like fingerprinting, yeah. Uh, when if you're if you've ever been fingerprinted, uh, for me because I'm an immigrant, I had to be fingerprinted, right? So when I was fingerprinted, I remember the 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 place that I went to. They told me that if I had ever been fingerprinted anywhere in the world, so any you know you know some people use multiple names, hmm. right? Uh, it would have popped up. I guess facial recognition technology is like fingerprints. Fingerprints were kind of anonymous because it was just attached to a name, right? So you would swipe it. And your fingerprint is because it's unique to you. But the thing with fingerprints is that it's unique. The indentations on your finger are kind of uniquely patterned to just you, right? I I mean, we've all heard fantastic stories of people altering their fingerprints that, you know, altering their fingers so they do not, they're not attached to a previous fingerprint, the one they were born with. We've all heard those stories. I don't know if any of them are true. But Faces, though, we all tend to look alike because we're human, right? I look like some of relatives. There are people who look like me who I'm not even remotely related to. There are people who you look like whom you are not even remotely related to. So is facial recognition going to attach your name to that? And then suddenly one day you're at home and a group of men in, in, in suits show up with badges, and say you were here, there, at somewhere, and you weren't even there before, you know, your whole life is destroyed, and it had nothing to do with you. Just because somebody is going to take a picture, upload it to the app, and say, this person is responsible for doing this, and it had nothing to do with you because faces match. Are you freaking kidding me? Are you kidding me? you're gonna use that, not even something as a unique identifier as a fingerprint, but you're gonna rely on this and everybody looks alike. Sometimes I can't even distinguish between people. Have you, have you never been in a crowd and realized that people tend to look alike? So that's why they use the fingerprint because you couldn't rely on this. Are we forgetting stuff? This is why I say history is important because history is a guide to the future. Because if they really thought about it, the reason they came up with this is wasn't because they lacked technology to create a facial recognition software. It's because this, the fingerprint is a unique identifier because you can't rely on this. Because I look like my father and I look like other relatives who are female. I look like my female relatives. So if one of them does something, you're going to come and accuse me and say that facial recognition software said I was in that area at that time? Doesn't that sound a bit far-fetched to you? Well, it's the same thing with schools. So my kid goes to school, and some other kid does something wrong. And you're going to take a picture and say that it's my kid who did that because her face looks like someone else whom you already have in a criminal database. I would sue the pants off the school district and everybody. As y'all would just back off. I kid you not, because you are—that is destructive and it's—it's it's a lie. And—and and the thing about it is, it, it seems to me that the people who own the software, they own the rights to it. Did you buy the rights to it? And even if you bought the rights to it, dude, like I just explained to you, they have little cookie crawlers that are in it that crawls into your servers and extract data. So at any time, it's like sending a microphone and a camera into your server so they can see it. Look at it this way. Every time you log into Amazon, they know who you are. They know which, IS, which IP, I, ISP, right, that you're, you're, you're logging in from. You know that, right? So every cell phone has a unique identifier. So they already know. So their microphones and their cameras are in there. So they know it's not just what you click on like. It's what their cameras and microphones that are embedded in your laptop and in your cell phones and on your tablets can tell them. And you really want us to take it one step further and say this is a crime fighting tool. No, Lockport School District in New York, you got it wrong. And any other school district, that is going to use that technology to, as a defense to say it will stop mass shootings. You're all wrong. You want to stop mass shooting? Stop enabling free access to guns. Guns are too readily available to people who are troubled Enable not just background checks, but ask people questions like, who are you? How are you going to give a man who has a violent background access to guns knowing he's either going to use it on the people he loves or the people whom he lives with, or he's going to use it on unsuspecting members of the public. And I, I, I kind of see where law enforcement thought, well, this could be a quick crime solving tool. You know, we could probably use this and so on. But people look alike, dudes and that. People look alike. So look at me, this is me. I have this one face. I'm not gonna do plastic surgery to alter my face. This is me. Just like you're looking at me, I'm looking at you, right? So somebody who looks like me, because there are people whom I'm not related to, who look like me, goes somewhere and and commits a crime. Y'all going to show up at my door and say it was me? When I was on my podcast at the same time, the crime was being committed. (laughs) So now I'm going to have to prove that. The onus is going to be on me to prove that this is after you have destroyed my life by claiming that I committed a crime and was in a place where I wasn't because of facial recognition. And then you're going to be, oops, my bad, Uh, the software glitched. Did you glitch on my life? I don't think so. I think we really need to, in this age of artificial intelligence, I think we need to pay more attention to the architects and the architecture behind these technologies. I think we need to ask questions. There are some apps that I don't download on my phone. Because when I open the app, I read the remarks and and so on. There are some apps I don't bother downloading. If I don't know it, I don't want it because I don't believe in it. Because sometimes people have a cloak, right? That covers what their true intentions are. So they might say that it's an app to check the weather when Especially the weather app. You ever notice that the weather app always wants to know your location? Have you guys noticed that most of these apps that you download, what is the first question they want? They want you to know location. Why? So that the, the question, especially the weather apps, they say to accurately give you the weather where you are now. You just need to give me a cities, and I choose which city I like, <laughs> which city I want to monitor weathering. You don't need to know my location. Have you ever noticed that you you download an app like Macy's or something like that? And they want to say they want to send you deals to a store near you. No, you don't. You sell that information to a third party. I do not want you to know my location. Hello. Hello, people. <laughs> I think everybody is kind of like I think we're all kind of shocked that while we were asleep and we trusted law enforcement, especially the law enforcement agencies in this country. You know, they don't operate like law enforcement agencies in other countries and some other countries where people are just kind of just loosey morals and so on. Here, you kind of you operate on the belief that you know, okay, if you that's what you say, okay, let's see right? But you guys didn't vet this stuff. I trusted you all. You guys didn't vet this. You didn't ask questions. Even if, you, even if you bought the rights to it, you know that they have crawlers that run through your software. And as a law enforcement agency, you really were going to trust somebody who is not law enforcement and have, to have access to the same data that you have, knowing they can manipulate investigations remotely that they don't have to come in and sit down at one of your terminals. They can manipulate your investigation remotely. That did not occur to you all. But you guys hired people who are computer programmers and so on. What? They just went gung-ho on this because it was the new and the greatest, and they got a sugar high off of it, and nobody said, wait just a minute. Wait just a minute. What else can they see? nobody it, it, it's like somebody i know uh does what's that thing called um uh the bonds people the people who, who who you know like if if somebody's going to jail they uh what do you call it? the bonds people uh bail bonds and she had an app and she said that the app was designed to if you put your name and so on in the app and you're the name of your attorney, if something happens, you could log into the app and just send them a quick message. So after a while, I was like, really? What else? And that's when she said she uses how they find people is they use the app to track people. I said, so you didn't tell me that the app tracks people? I, I, I Man, I, I don't know. I, I took, deleted that app so fast. I said, that was disingenuous. I said, so do you tell the people whom you provide bail bonds to that the app is tracking them? No. I said, well, that's you and them. Don't do it to me. <laughs> you see where I'm coming from? So what I'm saying is that most apps do have a tracker. If, if they're tracking your location, that means they probably also can see what else do you do on your phone. They probably have microwaves to see. Some of you all watch porn on your show, on your phones, and what you search for, and so on. They have microphones, and so on. I think this is going to shake up law enforcement. I think you guys need to take a, a, a different look at some of these apps that you're using. Because you might just find that they, you gave them too much license and too much access, and they know way too much about what you know because I know that from a law enforcement perspective, when you're doing an investigation, you don't want not even Jack to know you're investigating people. But this app, Clearview, they know everything that you know about everybody. So they already have that to manipulate all sorts of investigations if they want. So before you go visit a suspect, they already know that that suspect was coming and they can notify them if they want to. You didn't see this? Oh, you just thought that it gave you some idea that you could perhaps just uh, look at folks like me. Right? Sorry to bust your bubble, but they didn't give you a full disclosure. and uh, You didn't do due diligence. You just need to look at the people behind it. And that would make you think for just one second. Like that guy out in Lockport who is in charge of technology. I guess he wants to impress the people there that he's so technologically advanced. I'm like, you're such an idiot. Unless you really have some other you know intentions that we can't see or have a hidden agenda somewhere. You 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 can't just you you can't just do that. Guys, technology is not the technology that our parents had, right? You remember when they used to watch Star Trek and and Star Wars and we thought it was so back to the future. It was so out of the realm of possibility. We're living in that day and time now. So that technology had already existed to create what exists today. Everything that exists today had already existed. They knew it because we all saw it on Star Trek. Didn't they have devices on Star Trek that they were reading messages? Well, aren't we reading uh, texts and emails on our phone? So everything that exists had already existed. All they have done is improve the technology. My fear with facial recognition technology, is not just that it's gonna criminalize people. I think eventually they're gonna sell that information to robots and they're gonna put human faces on robots. So they're gonna design a robot that looks like you. And one that looks like me. Oh, we're gonna be shocked. The humans, we're gonna be shocked. Cause the robot looks just like me. And it looks just like you. Are you comfortable with that? Do you think it's cool? Then you must be a, you you must not be thinking because it's it's not. It really isn't. It's not. Right? So I want us to bear these things in mind. Uh I should post the link on the Lockport story, right? I'm going to post it. I think we all need to read this and go do some investigation ourselves. We spend way too much time allowing others to influence us. We we, we don't pay enough attention to what we should. When some new technology comes along, investigate it. I'm going to end on this funny story that I read that, uh, you know, you remember years ago, the motor Motorola Razor, you remember that slim phone? And you could snap it. You remember how satisfying it used to be? You called someone and they messed with you and just snap a phone. Well, they brought it back. But after 27,000 snaps, the phone snapped in two. And I'm like, maybe that's why that technology went out. And now we just have a, an app. And boom, you press a button and the conversation is done. I think I prefer this one stay tuned. Make sure you come and join us tomorrow. We're going to talk more about the issues that matter. As usual, go to my website, HarrietKemmick.com for more information on who I am and what we talk about and continue to enjoy our previous podcasts on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and anywhere that is your favorite podcast platform. Make sure you go to my page on Anchor FM and click on Support This Podcast so we can continue to pay the internet bill so we can continue to do the research. It's it takes a team. It takes a team, right? It takes a team. Thank you so much, everybody. Be aware. Facial recognition, apparently it's here. And even though Facebook and Google, shout out to Twitter and YouTube and Facebook and Google, who have sent cease and desist letters to Clearview, I think it has already happened, right? So beware, everybody. Be blessed. See you tomorrow. Bye now. Thanks so much for being a part of my show today. I really appreciate it. This is Harriet Kammer with Down to Earth. Have a great day, everybody. Have a terrific Tuesday. You hmm